0: Dalid Mishnah aleph. For one, we've seen a number of times already that while the normal time Midoraisa at which one can no longer eat produce even casually, without tithing it, is once it's had gemar malacha, the finishing of the processing out in the fields and bringing it home through the front door into the house, uh, assuming that you are using it for home consumption as opposed to selling it. We've seen, though, however, that at least Midirah Banan, if one does certain things after gemar melacha, but before bringing it home, that will establish the requirement to tithe, even though it hasn't come home yet. Um, and those, we've seen, for example, taking Truman gadola could affect that, as well as bringing it to the Chatzer, and so on. Yeah, the mishnah will discuss other scenarios where that is true. Um in fact the Bhartanura here lists that full list. I might as well read to you right now for a moment. The full list of events according to the Bartanurah that could require tithing after Kamalach but prior to bringing it home is Haur, cooking it in over fire, the salting it, meaning pouring salt over it to preserve it, the selling it, as we've seen before, Vahuma, taking Truma Godola, Vahashabas, passing through Shabbos. We'll explain that a little bit in this parak the and bring into the chazer the courtship that's Mishta that provides certain protections, as you saw in the Mishnah previously in the previous parak, either providing privacy or security. All those are the ones, um, says the Bartanura, that could require tithing, even though it never came home, and that requirement to be Matura abundant So here our Mishnah says, Hakovesh, if one um pickles vegetables, let's say. So that means he's putting it into vinegar or salt water, etc. Um or of one who cooks vegetables, um, v'homoleach, that's salting it, again, that means like, pouring a lot of salt on it to desiccate it, to dry it out and preserve it. Um, all those are considered to be um, acts which make at least madura this be a formal consumption once you've pickled it or salted it, et cetera. And at that point, chayev, one must tithe fully before eating, there's no more uh, achilas aray for those pickled, salted, etc., cetera, cooked uh, vegetables. And, um, Hamen Ba if one buries vegetables in the ground, and the idea is here that that's going to make them ripen a little further, so um putter, that remains patr, meaning that even though um it's no longer just totally casual you've done some prep to it, so then that uh, doesn't matter, it's still not considered to be one on the li- on the list, which is a formal consumption, and if one takes it out of the ground, he could eat it and then still awry Hamid tabelade. If one um dips his food, let's say he's got some whatever it is you know some some cucumbers or uh, whatever it is olives in the field, and he's eating them and he's dipping it um into say salt or vinegar and so on um still putter dipping it into salt is not the same as salting it meaning drowning in salt to pickle it to dry it out and preserve it and that being the case, just dipping it in salt and eating it doesn't kick in the requirement of tide. you could have it Aray, out in the fields if a person uh, bangs olives. The idea is that olives, when eaten raw off the tree, are really terribly bitter. Um, but part of the bitterness comes from some juices inside that can be released if you bang it around gently and let those juices come out. So the mission says here, if you bang around potsea, you, you you bang around those olives, so that the saraf, like the burny liquid, comes out of it, that's not considered to be prepping the food in such a way that it becomes a, a formal eating, and therefore patr. remains exempt. Those olives are exempt from tithing. Hasochet zeisim al Basaro, Also patr. If a person squeeze, squeezes olives um, so that the olive oil falls directly onto his skin to act as like some sort of like salve on his skin, so although we've said that. Siha, anointing on your skin of olive oil is kashtiya, is like drinking it. Nevertheless, applying it directly to your skin is considered to be, again, like, sort of like a, an arai, a casual uh, consumption of the olive oil, and therefore it's exempt from tithing. However, we saw previously, called parakamago, really, that, um, the gemar malacha, the finishing the processing of olive oil is when it collects into the reservoir in front of the olive press. So if you make, a makeshift reservoir of squeezing olive oil and in, collecting into like your hand even, so that little mini harvest, if you will, of olive oil in your hand, there's a batch all to itself, which then requires tithing, and that's what it says here, if you squeeze it directly onto your skin, then you're exempt, but yado. if you squeeze it and collect it as a little puddle of olive oil in your hands, then that little puddle of olive oil, uh, is required requires tithing before you can either anoint it or drink it whatever the case may be as for wine and grape juice so we saw that the gamar malacha is after you press the the grapes and they drip down into this um gas tachton, the lower this i call it the I'll call it a cistern where that uh, grape juice collects. So we said you wait, and then after a while, it starts to ferment after some days and bubbles up. And the different sediment that was like the, leave, the leaves, perhaps, that I was looking the skin of the grapes will bubble up to the surface. And then in your mecapé, you skim off the top of those floating, they're floating on the top of the cistern, and that will be the gummer malacha. So here, if you take unskimmed wine, I'll call it, um, and you put it onto some sort of Dish of food, meaning a dish. When I say dish, I mean like some stew or something, which you're adding wine to. So, how mekapele tavshil? If you take the dish, like the stew, you pour some wine on top of it, and then you skim off what's floating on top. Doesn't matter. Still, putter, That's not considered to be the guarmalacha, which formalizes the tithing requirement of the wine, um, because it's on a dish of food, not in a cistern. Um, really analogous to applying the olive oil to your skin. Again, here the tavshil is not on the fire, because if we were cooking the grape juice or wine, so then certainly at that point, it's cooking and cooking um, does require tithing. But we're talking about a cold dish of food here. Um, On the other hand, just as we said about olive oil, if you collect it into a little puddle in your hand, that's like a makeshift reservoir which requires tithing. So too, if you squeeze, uh, sorry, if you pour that unskimmed grape juice into a kadera, into a pot, so the pot becomes like a makeshift little cistern, and that being the case, at that point, you have to tithe um, before drinking. We say that the pot in which you pour this unskimmed until now grape juice is the same thing as a boar, a little cistern collecting of a mini boar of, of a collection of grape juice. So once you skim it, now you kick in the requirements that require tithing before consumption of that wine, even achilas even casually.